Imagine if medicine actually looked at you as a whole, opposed to looking at you as a bunch of separate systems. Dive into Integrative Wellness Radio with Dr. Nick and Dr. Nicole to learn more about the top trends in integrative medicine, to learn about what the limitations are with testing and what you can do to start your health journey. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Integrative Wellness Radio. So Dr. Nick and I have been wanting to do a podcast on this topic for quite some time now, um, especially for those of you that have been following us for a while. You you know that we've kind of created this transition from functional medicine into integrative medicine, despite the fact that our name has been Integrative Wellness Group from day one. Um, but really what that transition looked like was we were focusing on you know two different avenues in our business. We were focusing on functional medicine where we were doing a lot of high-level testing and we were looking at the physiology of the body. We were looking at heavy metal toxicity and autoimmune conditions, so on and so forth. And a lot of the tools that we were using to work with a patient really fell in the diet and supplement realm. And we always had this branch of physical work in our practice, which was chiropractic, physical therapy, active release technique, uh, functional neurology. And for a period of time, we weren't really bringing the two worlds together. And there was just this block or this thought process around, oh, well, if someone is here for functional medicine, you know, they're looking for more of that diet and supplement approach. And then, of course, when you see voids or you see plateaus with patients, you can't ignore your true understanding of the body and the fact that so many things are integrated and physical issues like scar tissue, injuries, surgeries, and just even structural issues can create major, major issues in lymphatic drainage, in organ function, and also in meridian systems. And really, when it comes to looking at the big picture and even considering meridians in the functional medicine world, this is really what brings us into this idea of integrative medicine, is we're not just focused on the diet and supplements, because really, if you think about it, it's a very linear approach that's only looking at the biochemistry. So really, it's a more holistic version of traditional or conventional medicine. Conventional medicine is leveraging pharmaceutical drugs, which is only working on the biochemistry of the body. When we get into functional medicine, we pride ourselves on finding the root cause, but we also need to pride ourselves on having more tools in the toolbox. And we definitely need to start considering what are the physical roadblocks that are potentially causing issues with detox, drainage, nutrient absorption. And that's really the topic we're going to get into today. And I want to actually start with a really interesting story that we're going to be able to circle into understanding the the multifaceted layers that was going on for this individual. But this individual was actually Dr. Nick's patient. And it was interesting because she came in for a couple of sessions and then we never saw her again. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was very interesting. It opened my eyes to what the body's capable of and really just cycling back is a quote that I, from Henry Ford. You know, it's, he foundationally, he said, if I gave people what they wanted, it would have been a faster horse, but I gave them what they needed was really a vehicle, a car. 
And that's the transition between traditional medicine to functional medicine to integrated medicine is, you know, traditional medicine and, or in functional medicine is really just a faster horse. And really what people need is integrated medicine. They need a car. They need a better vehicle. And really looking at our voids, our pain points, uh, when it comes to health, it's really foundationally, it's either too much of something or too little of something. And anytime that we're out of that balance of homeostasis, it's going to create problems, those pain points. And in integrative medicine, it's always looking at what's most imbalanced, what's most uh, creating that void, that pain from a causation point, not so much the effects being able to, you know, understand that, but not treat that because that's always a delay uh, creation of something else. So this lady came in and she had been, uh, the reason she was paired up with me was because um, unlike Dr. Nicole, she crushes biochemistry. I enjoy biochemistry, but I literally love the human behavior aspect of things. Uh, so she was paired up with me more because of the foundational trauma issues that she had received. And she had seen a lot of therapists. Uh, she Well, let's just backtrack. So this individual was actually a victim of a very violent crime. She was actually stabbed many times and left to die. Um, From her husband. Yeah. And she was she had seen many practitioners working on everything from the PTSD to the, you know, working through the trauma and even some individuals to work on, you know, some of the, the issues due to damage to her organs and damage to other parts of her body. Yeah, she had, I mean, she had been stabbed many times, not to get too graphic, but she pretty much had for the most part, one continuous scar um, pretty much starting from the below her belly button that went all the way up her abdomen to the side through her lungs, uh, up through her neck, the front and back aspect of her neck, and then across her face. So it was a nice, uh, there are multiple scars, but pretty much uh, kind of weirdly all connected. So pretty much, you know, not recreating the wheel. And I was like, you know, let's just have a good foundation point to start upon. Uh, realize that nobody had evaluated her scars and understanding from both a physiological and a human behavior is that traumas can get stuck into our scar systems. And when we have that, it's we're holding on to someone of that stagnant, dormant energy that can really just drain us. And also you understand of everything's either too much or too little. Uh, scars are very well known and been documented many, many times to block the energy traveling through our meridian system. And I'm not going to get too complex in the meridian systems, but we can easily think of that a meridian system as like a highway for energy information, non-physical, subtle information to pretty much travel throughout the body to an organ system. So it's almost like our nervous system, but in a non-tangible sense. And really, as we started doing some scar tissue work, a lot of emotions were released. So she had these huge, quote unquote, outbursts, crying. And through that, we just did some human behavior processing, utilizing concepts of uh, the Demartini method that if you're interested in finding more about that, you know, you can listen to a previous podcast or jump on the website. But as we went through and balanced out her perceptions, as we were going through and releasing the scar tissue work, um, it was about four or five different sessions where, you know, her system was very, very calming down. What was also very, you know, she was stoked about is that her... Uh, she had like a darker skin complex and her scars were actually becoming very similar color to her normal skin. So her body was processing this work very beautifully. And by the five se fifth session, she goes, you know, this is when we we're talked about doing the foundational work for doing integrative uh, workup. She goes, 
it's been like three years and I feel better than I've ever felt. So she goes, I'm just going to go live my life for a little while and then I'll come back and see you guys. And it was just pretty awesome because, I mean, I would have loved to take in her and help her transition even more. But it's like in her journey or our journey that wasn't a piece of the puzzle. But what was beautiful is that literally in five sessions of just scar tissue work, a little bit of human behavior, she had her life back. You know, it really wasn't that huge of a complex um, aspect. And, you know, who knows if she did go through and get some more biochemical work, but the bodies are so like, we'll never really understand the human, human body, human design, or at least, you know, not until technology catches up to be able to help us evaluate. But it's really just understanding is, you know, we have these perceptions of what somebody's going to need to heal. And if we put them in a box, we're going to limit them. But it's like, if we have a huge, broad uh, aspect of tools that we can be able to provide, you know, the bring back into balance, the voids, then healing is, it's pretty amazing to be able to see what the body can do to transition from a state of lack of health uh, to fully expressing vibrant life. And for her, it's just the biggest foundation was scar tissue work. And as soon as we helped uh, take away those voids, uh, she was able to flourish. It was pretty crazy to see. Well, I'm actually going to challenge you on the idea that technology is what's going to help us learn more about the body because I honestly disagree. I, I think that the fact that we rely on research and we rely on technology and we rely on imaging, it has ripped common sense and critical thinking from most practitioners. And I would say that's the primary thing that we teach to the doctors and clinicians that work for us is how to critically think again and how to use common sense and how most individuals don't match the textbook. Because I'm sorry, that woman who had scars all over her body from that type of crime or incident, she's not in a textbook anywhere. And nobody's talking about how those emotions were stored in her scars. No one has researched the fact that meridians could be blocked, which I'm gonna explain a little bit further for those of you that are unaware of what we're talking about. But we need to take that step back and really start using our brains. And also for you as the patient is also challenging the practitioner when you're like, this really just doesn't line up and this doesn't make sense. Because you all intuitively feel that, but you're like, but the surgery is the only option. But this doctor says I definitely have cancer. And we don't always seek out the second opinion. And we don't always seek out and listen to, you know, our gut feeling to say, you know, maybe there's more to the story here. And most individuals don't match the textbook. And most of the research out there is biased for profit. You know, most of the research is around wanting to prove a solution. And that solution might be a surgery, it might be a pharmaceutical drug. So we really have to understand that there are a lot of other things that are out there that can be extremely beneficial that are not as technologically advanced. You know, we're living in a world that even in the functional medicine world, people call in, do you do this IV? Do you do this injection? Do you do that? I'm like, no, we don't. And we don't because we don't feel that it's extremely beneficial. You know, a vitamin drip here and there can be great, but for the most part, I've had them and I feel awesome for three hours. And then I go back to exactly where I was. 
because my body, I didn't teach my body how to generate it. I didn't repair the mechanisms that are broken as to why I'm not absorbing the B12 or my liver's not manufacturing the glutathione. So if you want to just keep putting things in, you're going to create a negative feedback loop and now your body doesn't know how to make it on its own. So there's my tangent. Nick is like, let's rein it in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but really circling back and, you know, with the meridians, I feel like people get lost when we say this term. But the funniest thing to me is that acupuncture is the most well accepted, quote unquote, alternative medicine. It's covered by insurances. It's offered in hospital type settings. And that's what acupuncture is. It is a modality that is working on removing blockages from the meridian systems. So as much as people want to classify that as weird and woo-woo and, you know, non-scientific, the most, uh, quote unquote, scientific version of alternative medicine that's well accepted in conventional medicine is acupuncture, which works through the meridian system. Yeah, there's been a lot of journal articles and we don't need to spend this podcast, you know, based on proving acupuncture. It's been around for 2000 years. Uh, anything that's that sustainably, you know, it gets results. Of course. But what I will say about that is you have individuals that will get acupuncture that will be like, oh my gosh, it changed my life. It got rid of my migraines. I got pregnant afterwards. And then you have individuals that will say it did nothing. I didn't feel any different. Well, that just goes back to, you know, do this... you have a meridian problem? Well, yeah, but that goes back to this woman. It's like, you know, it's not what you do, but how you do it. You know, she had a meridian problem. Everybody, I would say majority of people have meridian problems, but it's also when do you work on the meridian? You know, it's like if you work mm -hmm. on something the wrong timeline, you're not going to get results from it. And then we say it didn't work. You know, we say like an organic diet didn't work. And it's like, well, it's not that it didn't work. It just didn't work on your void in that moment. So it's like we, we tend to box things in uh, very narrow-mindedly thinking that it's a, 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 a pill for every ill, you know, in a sense. So it's like this one acupuncture treatment, if it doesn't serve all my problems, then it didn't work for me. And it's, it's, it's a unbiased, coming from an unbiased point of view is really just understanding that everything actually works. Everything creates a change. And it's just really making sure that, you know, are the changes that we're putting in place, are the challenges, are the support systems, are what we're putting in place, is that actually serving our biggest needs and not our wants because usually our wants that's going to take us down a road to create shortcuts and those shortcuts are going to you know set us up for failure i guess the easiest or disappointment way to, yep because uh, you're not going to reach the expectation that you've created so it's really about you know striving out and looking for you know what what's the what's the needs uh and be able to evaluate those clearly and then come up with the game plan and in this case for her, it was scar tissue. But it's really just coming back, you know, even looking this past year, God, we need we need physical touch more than anything. You know, it's like the social distancing and it's just you can go through it's very easy and just literally type in the internet browser, you know, all the benefits that physical touch uh creates, you know, not even just physically, but also on that mental, emotional behavior is that we, we all want to felt loved. We all want to, and a big aspect of feeling loved is touch. We all want to feel as we're part of a community and that's bringing people closer together. So it's like being able to, you know, I understand there's benefits uh, and drawbacks of social distancing, uh, but really we're missing out on so many aspects that's detrimental to our health by 
decreasing physical touch. And whether it's meridian work, whether it's chiropractic work, whether it's massage, lymph work, all these different components of physical touch are so important to activating different systems of the body, whether that's the lymphatic system, whether that's, you know, anytime we get touched, it creates a sense of proprioception, body awareness in space. So it fires up to your brain and activates that. Yep. So it's like there's so many different pathways of the physical body. Um, as well as the energetic body and even affecting chemistry that's connected back to touch and it's having a lack of that is very detrimental. I 100% agree and we definitely find that you know the individuals that have come into our office that have been social distancing or have not been with you know loved ones for periods of time and, you know, there's a lot more repair going into getting their body grounded and getting their body, you know, more emotionally and energetically sound uh, just because they've they've had such a lack of. But I want to circle back to what you were saying about, you know, it's not about what you do, but how you do it and how strategy is is so unbelievably essential and how it's so relevant to this conversation but you know there's a lot of people that are learning about this you know this idea of detox and this idea of lymphatic drainage and something that i always keep into consideration when i am physically looking at the individual or i am probing better questions is you know i'm asking them you know have you had a car accident with a seatbelt on you know have you had the wind knocked out of you have you ever had bruised ribs what sports did you play have you had a car accident that you've had whiplash you know, have you been diagnosed with scoliosis? Have you thrown your low back out? Have you had a shoulder injury? Have you had cosmetic surgery um, that you've had a breast augmentation and you have scars? Have you had other organs removed that you have scars? Do you have a C-section scar? You know, what does that scar look like? Is it keloid? Is it numb? You know, do you have your belly now that flaps over that scar because it's so tight and thick with scar tissue? How many C-sections have you had? And all of these things are extremely relevant because if we're going to sit here and our major goal is to get your lymphatic system working more appropriately and draining, but then it turns out that the bulk of your lymph is actually uh, really congested in your groin and you're noticing bumps along your bikini line, but then you've actually had three C-sections, yeah. then how are we going to ignore the elephant in the room and not address the fact that you have a scar and you have both superficial and internal scar tissue. And now, you know, we're doing infrared saunas or lymphatic drainage and we're trying to get your lymph working more appropriately and we're continually hitting up on a roadblock. Yeah. I think one thing that both, you know, people as well as even practitioners of the doctors, physicians don't realize is how much internal scar tissue can create damage. You know, it's like even my especially around the gut. Oh, yeah. But I mean, even anywhere, it's like, you know, growing up as an athlete, I had tons of right ankle sprains, like regular ankle sprains, high ankle sprains. You know, I played a full football season that they taped my foot and ankle up so I couldn't even move it. That's how messed up it was. And I would only play the games. So I have so much scar tissue built up in there. And it's like, you know, now I realize how detrimental that was and is uh, because I have vascular issues in that leg. You know, I have veins that are more predominant compared predominant. to... Predominant. Yeah. Nick always makes up his own <laughs> words. It's fantastic. Love it. But that was uh, predominant and uh, prominent Maybe together. Together. 
it's it's a great word. You should try it. But it's like, you know, until really realizing that, you know, I could take all of the vasodilators uh, possible and it's not going to... Or you can get a vein surgery. Right, and strip it out. But it's really just I need to go in and work on that internal scar tissue. So, you know, in our office... Best thing for that is going to be sound wave therapy, but we can also use the bioderm to work on the meridian systems and kind of push uh, different treatments through herbs or homeopathies into the skin. So like, there's so many different technologies and treatments that we can use to be able to help this so we don't have to do something. You know, it's always first do no harm. So it's let's let's intelligently take care of the internal scar tissue, which is really not a big um, aspect of healing through. And then we can have so many benefits that are compounded upon that. Yeah. And and the same thing really goes for structure. Um, so, you know, we're talking about scar tissue, but, you know, if you've had various rib cage issues, and again, this doesn't mean you've broken ribs, but maybe you've had the wind knocked out of you. Maybe you played lacrosse and they, you know, I've, I've watched male lacrosse and like you guys like beat the shit out of each other with lacrosse sticks. It's quite interesting. Um, but if you've had even a car accident with a seatbelt on, or, you know, you've fallen off your dirt bike and had the wind knocked out of you, or you were a gymnast, you know, your your rib cage is connected to your sternum, it's connected to your spine, and just, you can have scar tissue in the little teeny, teeny muscles in between the ribs. You can also have your rib cage misalign. And what is underneath your rib cage is most of your vital organs. That's why you have a rib cage. A rib cage is there to protect your vital organs. So your heart, your uh, lungs, your liver, your stomach, your the upper portion of your small intestine, your pancreas. So when we're working with individuals and, you know, we're realizing that they have liver issues or they have pancreatic issues, which are causing blood sugar issues, or they've been diagnosed with COPD or asthma or some other type of respiratory syndrome, the first thing that I'm looking at is, you know, let me make sure that I'm considering, do they have structural issues and or do they have scar tissue issues? And if you are trying to give them, you know, different supplementation or nebulizer treatments or, you know, even steroids, if you're working more in the conventional realm, and again, you're constantly hitting up on those roadblocks, it easily is something that you're missing that is coming back to the physical body that are causing physical roadblocks. So these things are absolutely essential in looking at. And I do think that with functional medicine, depending on the type of practitioner that you are, is you have to be asking better questions. You have to be considering that this is part of the puzzle. You know, we will have individuals that will talk about um, having, you know, a lot of gastrointestinal issues or having issues with their right testicle. And then they're like, oh, well, yeah, I had a mesh put in because of a hernia uh, a couple of years ago. And then when you start to ask timeline questions, it's within, you know, six months after the mesh being put in that now they started to develop right-sided gastrointestinal issues as well as testicular pain and even issues going into the right leg. So these are all things to to be considered and and not overlooked because the last thing that you want is to you know, be taking supplements and changing your diet and and making all of these modifications, but they're not truly addressing the root cause. That's what it all comes down to. <laughs> and it's also not about what you do, but how you do it. And that's really where the integrative piece comes in is that, you know, I really can't drive home enough what you said before is that 
it's not that a therapy didn't work for you, but it maybe wasn't in the right combination or maybe it wasn't the right timing. And again, is, you know, maybe you do need to have a gastrointestinal reboot, but if you actually have a ton of scar tissue on, you know, your right side of your abdomen from some type of surgical procedure, also, if you've had laser hair removal as a female, which we have seen trends that there that creates a lot of lymphatic damage over the areas that you've received it. Uh, and it is also something that we've actually seen a lot of venous issues. Uh, your venous system as well as your lymphatic system do work hand in hand. Um, so these are all things that we ask. Um, also, in addition, is someone who's had maybe a bulk of tattoos over one specific part of their body. Sometimes that will coincide with scar tissue as well as uh, toxins that can build up in the lymphatic system in that specific area. So these are things that we dive deep into when we're doing our initial consultation because we're leaving no stone unturned so that we have the ability to really know, you know, what are all of the pieces and how do we strategically going about go about peeling back those layers so that you can get the results that you're looking for and it doesn't have to be this long trial and error process. Yes. It's a lot of information. Uh, My brain was kind of going all over the place as you were talking there. But I mean, really, it's, you know, just one of the driving it back. It's, you know, when you're taking care of yourself is, are you, are you grabbing that horse? Are you going for a car? You know, what's the vehicle, uh, the driver that you're utilizing to propel your life forward. And so many of the, the tools and the systems that are set in place, they're outdated. And it's really, we're, going through a transition through a movement that's like i said we're we're moving from the horse to the car pretty soon will be the jetsons flying around um (laughs) (laughs) i don't think so but it's really about like you said it's not what you do how you do it reach out you know if if you i think really driving back is if you want to be the best version of yourself, we have to allow ourselves to receive the best treatments uh, possible for us to be able to move forward. So if we keep doing really everything that we've done yesterday, it's going to bring back more of the same. So if we want to you know, be something different, have something different, we have to go from a foundation of doing something different. And that's really the transition from the old school of medicine into the new school of integrative medicine to be able to evaluate all the systems, understanding that, yeah, you have physical scars and that can create imbalances in biochemistry and your energetic systems and affecting even the quality of your mindset. So it's really just understanding that everything affects everything, coming back to a place of what's the root cause of creating these imbalances, be able to set up a very systemized Um, program to be able to resolve these issues, bring back balance and homeostasis, and let you start living your life again. 100%. So we definitely appreciate if you share this with loved ones and friends, because this is information that not a lot of people are talking about in conventional or even functional medicine. And it's really essential. So people are not becoming hopeless or discouraged by constantly hitting plateaus with their healing journey because it might be something that's just being overlooked and this could be it. Um, So definitely share and like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. If you are looking to work with us, definitely hop on a strategy call with our team and they're happy to walk you through the process. But we will see you at the next episode, guys. 
We thank you for being a listener and subscriber to Integrative Wellness Radio. If you're looking to learn more about Integrative Wellness Group, as well as Dr. Nick or Dr. Nicole, you can check out integrativewellnessgroup.com.